Hi, my name is Adam Reichert, co-host of the Talk Eastern Europe podcast. I'm sure you have heard about the country of Belarus, which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there. To understand this country better, we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called The Story of Belarus, The Nation, Its History, and A New Hope. In this 10-episode documentary, we explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, welcome to Preach Care Preach. Preach Care with another episode, another sermon. Here with my boy Rashad, of course. What's up? Nothing much. Here we go. Uh, we, we brought back Mike for NBA Quick Report at, on Twitter. How you doing, man? Pretty good, man. How you doing? Good. It's, it's fun time. You know, even though the final just ended and the team got to host the trophy up, now it's time for the real, the real season, the offseason. Uh, NBA free agency, you know, they, they changed the rules and now they you can stop signing on June 30th instead of July 1st. So there's going to be a lot of moves happening earlier, you know, than, than expected. And, you know, a lot of dominoes are going to fall out and go into play. So um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start, start with uh, the big five free agency that I believe are the big five. And that's Jimmy Butler, Kim Walker, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie. So we're just going to talk about Jimmy first. Um, first off, we got a, a giveaway. If you can guess uh, what Jimmy Butler is, where, where will he sign? Uh, you will get a, get a forty-seven brand hat of your favorite team. Um, so, with that being said, Jimmy Butler, what are y'all guys' thoughts on his free agency? You go ahead, Mike. Uh, Philly gave up a lot to get Jimmy Butler, so obviously they're going to go hard after trying to keep him to stay. Um, you got a team like the Rockets who. They're looking to win now, especially with the Warriors going down with all the injuries. And the West is pretty wide open now, so they're going to make a big run at him. Um, it'll be really interesting. He's a guy who you know, will command a locker room. He's not even 30 years old yet. You know, he's, He plays off ball, on ball, both sides of the ball. So he's a very interesting piece. Um, not a number one in my opinion, but he's a great you know, Robin to a Batman for sure. Yeah, he's in an interesting situation because of Philly can't give him the max. And then you got, you know, Houston trying to get him make a championship run with the Warriors being down. The Lakers just created some space, so he may want to go play with LeBron. Um, who knows, you know, where Jimmy's head is at. Does he want to take the money? Does he want to compete? Um, he's in a very interesting spot right now. Yeah, I, I think Jimmy Butler uh, is one of the guys in this agency that can swing – Swing the league, and yes, he's not number one, of course. But you talk about guys who's been in Chicago, who made Minnesota a playoff team. He left; they they couldn't make it again. And I think he is a sole reason, not a sole reason, but he's a big part of why the Sixers uh, even forced a Game Seven with Toronto. Uh, the way, he, like I said, both sides of the basketball uh, with NB's health issues and Ben Simmons, you know, I guess limited, I guess uh, you know, out of, of course, limited shooting. Uh, Jimmy Butler is like the perfect addition for them. And I, I think, like you said, Mike, to to let to trade away Robert Covington, to trade away Dario, uh, essentially get get weaker on the bench for you know a guy like Jim Butler is key to, is key to keep him because if you know if you're not bringing in the free agents to come in, then how will you replace a guy like Jim Butler's caliber? Uh, that 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 whole Rockets thing, man. That just I just don't even understand the the what Daryl Moore is kind of spitting out. Where he 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 wouldn't trade three of his starters, who you know in the playoffs Eric Gordon played lights out. I mean, you know Chris Paul Chris Paul being a, a shell of himself wasn't as bad because Eric Gordon was playing you know outside of himself. So I don't know. It, it, I feel like Peter Tucker is a, is a, is in a good role. Eric Gordon is too. I, I know Rockets want to get better, and you, you shouldn't have, shouldn't have, shouldn't have signed Chris Paul to that deal last season. That's kind of where you. That's kind of where you now you kind of stuck because you could have just got Jim Butler this year. Um, I mean, I, I don't know how I don't know how the Rockets plan to make all these moves work. 
uh, to try to get somebody like Jimmy Butler. But, you know, Jim Butler, he he can go to a lot of places. And I think teaming up with someone, like you said, he's a he's a number two. You'd send him to, you know, if rumors of him going with Kawhi in L.A. or, you know, uh, maybe if Kyrie goes and Durant doesn't go to Brooklyn, Jimmy Butler can go there. You know, there's a lot of places where he go, but um, he, I think he has a real big chance to swing stuff. Yeah, Darren Moore's overrated GM. He just chases big names, so I'm not surprised. He's trying to go do a sign-and-trade for Jimmy. They went after Carmelo. Chris Paul had a decent series. They thought they were close. And then now it's a, basically a bad contract because they're not using Chris Paul effectively. So, you know, I'm not surprised what the Rockets are doing, trying to get in play for Jimmy Butler. They're, they're stuck with Capella. They're stuck with Chris Paul. And you're pretty much stuck with James Harden, who's who's your star, and he's about to hit 30. And I mean, I think his game will, you know, sustain him for a few more years. But you're stuck with Capella and uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, they're really strapped for cap. I mean, nowadays you're not going to get much for Chris Paul and his 30 plus million dollar contract per year. Um, seems like over half their cap is spent per season on Harden and Chris Paul and. I don't know. They're in a tough spot, and they have to make a lot of moves just to make this move. So, I mean, we'll see. But um, it's an interesting place to go play with those guys. But like I said, with the West being so wide open, they might try even harder now this offseason to go get a big name to make it work. Right. And, and I think, you know, the, the whole trade rumor about, you know, the Boston Celtics are trying to get Capella. Well, I've been saying this for a while. I think Capella for Jalen Brown, it will be a good trade. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not really a Jalen Brown believer as far as a him being a star. Uh, but he's he's exactly what the Rockets would need. I know he's not Jimmy Butler, but you get somebody like Jalen Brown, who's a, I mean, pretty much a younger version um, of Jimmy Butler, and you can hope that he can turn it into something into Jimmy Butler, and then that that also helps Boston getting a big man when you know it's kind of limited right now, just because you know uh, all the. All the star big bigs are going somewhere, and and even Al Horford, you know, um, opting out and and being afraid of himself, and then and rumors is that he's not coming back. So I don't know how they Boston going to address the rebounding needs, but I feel like I know Rockets want to go big name hunting and Jimmy Butler, but I mean maybe maybe just getting somebody like Jalen Brown can can do, especially when you have a have a star like James Harden. So Rockets, there are more. He has a great cutout for him for real. Absolutely. Yes, he does. I don't care what the Rockets do. With Mike D'Antoni, <laughs> with Mike D'Antoni coaching, that system's not going to win. I mean, if, if you take the ball from James, you know, does Chris Paul, you know, does James even like that? Because it was time when Chris Paul had the ball, James in the corner, started pouting. You add Jimmy down there, Jimmy's going to make James play more defense. You know, he, he ain't going to put up with Chris Paul talking to him crazy, stuff like that. He ain't going to put up with James when they make the ball, all that kind of stuff. So, I don't care what they do in Houston with D'Antoni, egos, personality. The West being wide open. You got two top five players on the Lakers. You got the Mavs who are going to get better. I like the Kings to do something this year in that young core. Houston, they could either be a top two seed or they could be a 10 seed. (laughs) The West is is pretty crazy right now. Exactly. Uh, So let me move on to Kimball Walker, man, and and now the report's coming out that Boston's a front runner. Um, I just know one thing. For Kimball Walker, we, we, we can discuss this, but as long as he don't go back to Charlotte, for him, he, he won he free agency. Because <laughs> going back to Charlotte is not the, is not the route. Um, you've been there too long. It's time to – now it's time to get in that, in that progression where you're winning now. And – when you want, if you want to be in the same light as everybody else, and on the other elite point guards of Curry, Dame, Lillard, Kyrie, Russ, you're gonna to have to start winning games, and that's all. That's all people really care about. Um, like your boy got you got Kyle, Kyle Lowry. He won a championship now. Yes, is with Kawhi, but uh, he won one. You got Mike Conley in a better situation than he was last year. So, you know, it's time. It's time to start winning. So, um, you know, what are, what are your thoughts about Kimba, especially not staying in Charlotte, but also the rumors about Boston? Uh, potentially Indiana, uh, I heard Dallas as well. A lot, of, a lot of people want Kim Walker. You go ahead and take it, Mike. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a big name. He's a big player. Um, so I, I think, like you said, with the with the Boston 
rumor going around now that came out of out of nowhere but you know i was reading last week oh they're in the running okay that's fine but and then today it's like oh they're about to sign him i'm like oh my god but um, i think it'd be a good slot there you know because he's his game is similar to Kyrie's. um but with them losing Kyrie and Horford, it'd be tough because you, they have just enough cap if they don't sign um, Rozier, I believe, if they take him at a max. So really, is there enough talent in Boston to get something done? I, I don't know. I mean, because you have Gordon Hayward eating a lot of cap. Mm. I mean, and then you have Brown and Tatum, who I know I'm on the fence about Brown still too. So, I mean, for this to work, I think Tatum has to step up big for Boston. Um I mean, so we'll see with that. But as of right now, like you said, you know, as the front runner, I think that'd be a a good spot for him um, because he gets his money and he gets a chance to to win more than he did in Charlotte, at least. Uh, on my list, I have Kim Walker as the biggest free agent of this summer. I know people are all hype about KD and Kawhi and all that kind of stuff. I think Kim was the biggest free agent this summer just because of the many teams that want him, his skill set. Um, he's not as efficient as Kyrie, but I think their games are equal. I think as players, they're equal. Um, the only difference is one guy was in Cleveland, and that's LeBron James' hometown. He went back and played with them. That's the only difference. Um, but, you know, Boston's a good spot for him. Um, I know Hayward's eating up some of the cap, but, you know, if you take Horford's $28 million off, you take Kyrie's $20 million off, you take, you know, you don't give Rozier a deal. You're going to lose Morris. They already got rid of Baines. You can get Kimba, and you can maybe try to see if you can swing uh, Vucevic to come there or maybe take a flyer on DeAndre Jordan or something. Um, Boston's a good spot for Kimba because that'll be the, the best talent he's played with in the NBA. Like It's all young guys that are somewhat proven because, you know, in Charlotte, Michael Kidd, Gilchrist, Malik Monk, you know, guys like that, they're solid, but they're not – I think Jason Taylor can be a future all-star. I think he'll be an all-star this coming up season. So, you know, that's a good situation for Kimba. And you got Dallas, um, Doncic and Porzingis, Hardaway Jr. That's a good That's a good landing spot. Yeah, um, I agree. That, and I'm going yeah. jump, to jump in right there. I, I like that. I tweeted that the other day. I think that would be an awesome spot for him to go. But you you keep going. My bad. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! You're good, man. Like that Dallas. That that, that Dallas spot is a good spot too because those are you know young guys. And Dodson and Porzingis, who they don't really need the ball. Like, Kimmel sometimes needs the ball, but I think he can play without the ball, too, because, you know, Doncic can swing it to him and Kimmel can do his thing. Or when he's worn down or the matchup's not in his favor, he can give it to Doncic, let Doncic do his thing. And we know Porzingis is going to be a 20.8 rebound, two block a season guy when he's healthy. So, Kimmel, he, he has the world as his oyster right now. He's at a buffet. Like, he can pick whatever he wants. And it's not a bad choice. Like even going to the Patriots, playing with Oladipo and Miles Turner, that's a that's a formidable. I won't say big three, but that's a solid three in, in the East. Yeah, the the, the Patriots actually it ain't Miles Turner. It's Bogdan Bogdanovich. If they can keep him, <laughs> that that man that man played last out when Depot got hurt. Um, but Kimball, yes, he needs to cheat. He need, he needs to you know kind of like LeBron this thing where he joined you know Wade and Bosh. You go down there to a team like the Dallas Mavericks, who, yeah, they ain't win either, but you talk about the emergence of Luka and, and the unicorn of KP with a good coach of Rick Carlisle. You have, you have plenty, plenty of options and plenty of talent to where that team, that team should make the playoffs. And with Kimba, who can carry Charlotte, you know, to almost the, play, the eighth seed at least, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure with the help of those two guys, he's, he's in the playoffs. Um, I don't really think that Boston move is that great. And the reason why I say that is because uh, I, I was watching I was watching them 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 work work the cap today, and on, on ESPN and uh, they were showing they were showing you know Tatum was a Tatum was a high draft pick and so was Jalen Brown so their rookie deals they're making a lot you know it's not a lot but you know for their talent but it's a lot as far as just on paper and those two with Gordon Hayward and with Kimba getting the max and you have uh, you know draft pick and Langford who's a lottery pick. They really, they really have no really big room to get anybody. Maybe, um, you know, is is it smarter to just to just go get a Brook Lopez and Danny Green, keep Terry Rozier, and let Tatum be your guy, and hopefully go to Harry come around, come around. You know, that's that's more the direction I would take. 
because I, you know, in my in my opinion, uh, or what what I think Boston's lack is, I, I'm, I'll always continue to say this, and that's the rebounding. And and this league, you're gonna have to rebound to to create second chance points to get defensive stops. And if you pay Kimba Walker, you have Kimba Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Hayward, and that's your best four players. And you would have to hope you can you can get somebody to take a you know the middle of exception, which Brook Lopez has done last year, so it's possible. Um, but it, I mean, you know, who what what center can come there and and you know kind of like I want to say dominate, but be be that guy to help them in their biggest need. And because scoring, you know, he don't have to do all that because Kimba, Tatum, Brown, they can do all that themselves. So you know, you need a big you need kind of kind of a big guy who can get the rebound and do all the dirty work for him. And I don't know who that can be right now. I like that DeAndre Jordan um, slot you just put in there. That was nice. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they they, they don't have a big. So you know, you could take a one year flyer on him, and or even just give him a two a two year deal. You know, nothing too crazy because he's he's not in a position to to command max money how he was with the Clippers. So you know, you throw him two years, thirty million. He may take that, or at least just give him one year. Whatever you can afford, one year, eighteen million, because that's the average rate for a big now. Like Capel's getting like sixteen, seventeen million. So if you offer him one year, fifteen, sixteen million, I think the rumor about Boogie, he could probably get like one year, fifteen million from the Knicks. So that's about the going rate for a big now. So DJ, he, he's still solid. Yeah, now I, I I like that route better. If 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 you go get a DeAndre Jordan and you go get you another, you know, second tier player because. I think Tatum. I, we, I believe I'm a Tatum believer. I know. I think y'all are as well. That he can be eventually a number one. I mean, he's he's young. He's over 21 years old, so he's pretty young. So as if Gordon Hare can turn can turn the corner because it take it, it it really takes you a year to get right and then mentally get right. So it it takes a you know a year and a half, two year gap, and now he's in that window with it that's over with. If Gordon Hare can get to 75 percent of what he was in Utah. You got Tatum always emerging, and if Jalen Brown can just be solid, if you go, you know, you, you resign Terry Rozier, let him be the point guard. You can go get DeAndre Jordan, and you can go get you a power forward or another, another swing guy that you know maybe ten, eleven million dollars. You know, I think that's more formidable than than having Kimba. Yes, you probably need a closer, but you know that's what I drafted Tatum for, and not, and I want to push him to be that. And he worked out with Kobe every summer, so I don't see why, you know, he's not, you know, he he can't he can't get to that step. Taking the next step as being a star, and he's especially in Brad Stevens, you know, coaching ability that Boston can still be a solid team. So I think that DeAndre Jordan, and, and I'll, I'll do like that a lot as well. So if we go on to to Kawhi Leonard, the Finals MVP, what he did um, last season for Toronto, um, this is another guy who literally changed the the landscape of the NBA, especially with the Warriors being down, you know, with no Clay Thompson. And even if Kevin Durant comes back, no Kevin Durant. But but this guy can go anywhere and make that team a playoff team. And depending on where he goes, he can make them a championship, uh, you know, caliber top top three, top four team. I know the, the Vegas odds had Clippers up there. So I, I think they're assuming that Kawhi goes there. Uh, you got he, He's taking meetings with the Lakers, uh, the, both, both the Knicks and the Nets, and even the Dallas Mavericks. So – you know, it's 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 a lot of teams in this Kawhi sweet stakes as well. Um, I think he's just going to take a listen because you know a guy who's very good at basketball, he respects a lot of good players around the league, and I don't think he's you know he's not I don't think he's afraid to play with other great players because he know who he is. Um, you know, but you know obviously I think Toronto is the front runner uh, to bring him back, but you know Kawhi as Kawhi just just like Jim Butler can 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 change the landscape. Kawhi, along with Dame, are like my two favorite players in the league. But Kawhi's free agency is being really, really overrated because it's only really two options. Stay in Toronto, take your max, or even just sign on one and one see what the landscape looks like next year, maybe change teams then, or you go to the Clippers, which I don't know why you would go to the Clippers. Um, they are the Clippers. Um, they're the B team in L.A., you know, they overachieved this year um, by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. They, over, they overachieved. Yes, they did. And then you think about okay, even even the Kawhi goes there. Like I believe he's at the moment best player in the world, top three, 
depending upon who you ask. It, you know, so even if he goes to the Clippers, it's still going to be a a battle to get into the playoffs. I mean, you could be the one seed, you could be the five or six seed. You know, it's the regular season is a battle of attrition. I always say that, like, it's 82 games. You're going to want to rest a little bit. You're playing 52 games against the West. And I think, I think the West is like 12 teams deep. So you're going to be getting everybody's best shot every night you play. So I don't see any upside of going to the Clippers. He's not going to the Lakers to be a second or third guy. He's not going anywhere else. I mean, when the, the AD trade happened, I said if Kawhi really wanted to up the ante for the NBA, he would go sign with Philly and go run with Embiid and Ben. But that's not going to happen. Kawhi wants to compete. Philly's not a great city. I mean, it's his sports wise, it's a great city. But I don't. If Kawhi don't want to live in Toronto, he won't live in Philly either. So, <laughs> so you know, I think his free agency is really being just uh, overhyped. Him as a player is elite, but his free agency is being overhyped. It's been a two team race the entire way. Clippers, Toronto. I mean, and we know Masai staying now. I think we know he should be leaning that way. But who knows what Kawhi's thinking? He's a he's a quiet, fun guy. <laughs> yes it's weird it's like this one is so hard to talk about because like the guy doesn't talk so we don't know exactly what he what his plans are what he wants to do all we hear is the media leaks and what it seems like the media is pushing the clippers really hard and they're trying to keep him away from the lakers at least from my perspective listening to Woj or you know reading his articles um he even said you know last week oh he probably won't even take a meeting with the lakers but you know, yesterday and today comes out, he's going to take a meeting. So it's really interesting to me. I, I mean, I still say Toronto's the front runners, but I mean, those, both those LA teams are in play, um, especially with the Clippers having enough um, cap space to sign him. And then also I think they'd have almost 15 million extra in cap. If they sign him. It's something pretty ridiculous where they could still add some more pieces around him. Um, and it, I agree with you guys, they did overachieve this season, but they still took Golden State to six games. Um, I don't think there's a team that plays really well together. And, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think that this, six they, games is a little bit blown, too, though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because they, um, I mean, a 31-point lead, that, that's one in a million. So, I mean, Golden State really could have swept yes. them. But, you know, you know yeah. overachieving at it, it, it its finest. And they're, and they're not the same team um, without – you know, Beverly, because I think he's going to be gone too. So, um, I don't know. It'll be interesting because, like I said, Kawhi doesn't talk, so I don't I don't know what's going through the dude's head. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. I know Pat Bear's not coming back. He, did y'all see what he, no. what he, what he, what he wants? Three years, 40 million? I, I can't do it. I, I'm sorry. I don't care how good he is at defense. Yeah, I can't, I can't pay nobody 13, 14 million dollars and you can't score 10 points a game, but but this 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 the going this the going rate for players though. Look, <laughs> Man, at, look at look at look at Marcus Smart contract. It's about eleven twelve million. That's that's the going rate. I I just I just can't. I don't think I can pay Pat Bev that much. I just I, I just don't I just don't see me doing it. But anyway, I couldn't either. I, wherever wherever KD goes, that's where Pat Bev going. I I put anything on that. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Ka- Kawhi Kawhi's in a very interesting like spot though, and I don't I don't mind him taking meetings. Um, uh, I don't I don't I don't think it's a bad idea. Um. If if he was to go, if he was to to actually take these seriously and like you know, let's let's say for a fact he goes to Dallas, like you know how how long that that team will. Mark Cuban will have so many championship parades, it will be crazy. Because um, I'm a believer in Luca and Porzingis if healthy, and of course I believe in Kawhi. You know, so I mean, it, like you go he go to the Clippers and and how Rashad saying it's a two way race, and I believe it. So I, I don't think he go to the Lakers, but. Like you said, it, it it don't it don't hurt to just listen uh, sometimes. But if it if it is a two team race between the Raptors and Clippers, uh, the the advantage that Clippers you know had, which I thought was the front office, it really wipes out um, to me now because uh, what Masai was able to do this year and Nick Nurse as well, I think you know that it had one of the best front offices in, in the league, and that was that was a Clippers advantage. And then you see how gritty and grinding the Clippers were, you know, that was an advantage at first too. But then how, how gritty and grind with Toronto in the playoffs when they was down 1-0 to the Magic, come back and gentlemen sweep them, you know, down down to the Sixers, come back and, and, and get them. Then you down 2-0 in the conference finals, go home and, 
and they and Bucks can't win another game. So it's like they they're gritting grind as well too. So it's like then your best player versus your best player. You know, Lou Will and Siakam. I I think I think uh, I think I rather have the Siakam because he's a big. I like bigger players. I'm 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 a wing guy. I like I like my my power forwards who can who can who can, who can play the three as well. And you're talking about Kawhi and Siakam for a long time that can that can re- resurface about the, the Pippen and Jordan again. You know, seeing, seeing that how that fold where you you got two players who can go two ways and how dangerous that is as a as a uh, duo. And I just don't see how Kawhi and Lou will will be. Da- I mean, Lou will get buckets, but you know if he's not scoring, you know I'm not really I'm not too scared of Lou will. Um, because but at least if Siakam's not scoring, he can defend. He can take the best player if he has to. Kawhi can do it as well, but I rather let Kawhi rest. I can put Siakam on him. Siakam can rebound. He can dribble the ball off the court. He can do a lot of things. And so when it when it comes down to the two team race, I really I really think it's it's a it's a blowout. Um, and if if it's just location, if that's the only reason that Clippers has the only advantage that they have, I, I don't think that's good enough because my job is to play basketball. Whether that's, I mean, I'm it's, it's not like it's not like the NFL when I'm playing outside in the cold versus you know the warm sunny weather in LA. I mean, I'm inside the gym, so it it really doesn't matter um, in my opinion. Especially when 41 games you're gonna be on the road, so I don't I don't I don't get the the Clipper the the even the Lakers. I don't understand the the location factor when it comes into this, when, you know, everything does point to Toronto. Your situation wise, Toronto definitely has to upper hand as far as front offices, even and roster. I lean Toronto, like Siakam, when you compare his third year to what Giannis did, it's the basically the same thing. And he already know how to shoot. I'm not saying Siakam can be Giannis MVP type guy, but he can be a perennial all-star possibly make an all-NBA team if the, the season breaks just right. So, Siakam has so much upside. I mean, I'd be literally of leaving that guy, leaving OG, you know, just, just what Toronto has, you know, I think I'd be literally leaving that. But Kawhi's unpredictable, man. Who knows what he does? <laughs> That's true. Now, the last the last two of the, of the big five, KD and Kyrie, they've been tied together. So far throughout this free agency, um, I, I, before we start, you know, diving into them, what 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 are your odds, you know, um, that they will both go together wherever they go? Fifty percent. Fifty percent. What you got, Mike? Yeah, I was gonna say right around fifty-fifty. It depends on the team too, because I think they'd be more likely to go together to a certain team compared to someone else. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's fifty-fifty. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I mean, the only thing we we've we've heard so far is Kyrie to Brooklyn. Um, I think that's might be a might be a set in set in stone lock. Um, he could go to New York Knicks, but they haven't done anything with Dennis Smith Jr. So, and all reports have came out about them. So, I don't, I don't think that's that's the case. Uh, we heard L.A., but you know, which you know, Kyrie's only success has came with LeBron so far. But I don't think that's 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 his move either. Uh, so yeah, I I mean, if Kevin Durant decides to leave Golden State, which I think he will, um, if they do go together, I, I think Kevin Durant has to realize like he's walking into another situation, just like um, he was OKC, um, just from a different perspective this time, um, where Russ is you know Russ is one hundred percent all the time, and you know full speed ahead and. Shooting shots when he shouldn't be shooting. He he needs to get some. He need to learn from Ben Simmons. If I can't shoot, don't shoot. Um, type type of mentality. But you know, Russ is gonna be Russ, and I think the same thing with Kyrie. Kyrie's gonna be Kyrie. He, his ego. He don't check that at the door like Russ doesn't either. Um, I I know when game time comes to end. I mean, yes, we see him Kyrie hit big shots from time to time, especially during the championship. But I think you know Kevin Durant wants to be that guy, and when he realizes he's playing with Kyrie and realizes the how different that is from playing with Curry, I, I think he's going to be like, "Dang, what, what did I sign myself up for?" And I'm not saying it's going to be a, a terrible move. I just think it's going to be the same as Russ. And if 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 the whole reason for him, you know, rumors of him leaving Russ was, you know, play style, I mean, I think it's going to be the same way. Um, just at least Russ goes 100 percent all the time. Out of Kyrie, you know, Kyrie can go up and down and check out check out the game sometimes. 
And I don't, I don't know if Kyrie's going to like – I mean, if Kevin Durant's going to like that too much when he comes back from his Achilles. Um, but I, I, I don't, I've, heard that, I've heard the Knicks and the Nets so far, and I just don't think Durant make it, making the move with Kyrie is the best for him. But, I mean, if you're going to leave Russ and Curry, I guess you might as well go to you know, another top point guard in the league and go with Kyrie. Yeah, I don't see Katie joining Kyrie as a bad thing because you you need about two stars to you know, win a championship. Um, Kyrie's proven he has game, um, so from the, from a basketball point of view, I don't see it as bad. It's what? to me, it's on the personality side because I think there's so much alike they would they would start to clash on that aspect. Like if you, you know, people say they're friends, they hang out, they talk all the time, all that kind of stuff, but. But Kyrie, in the regular season, he checks out. Cause I don't think he's a regular season type of guy. He wants to just get to the playoffs and try to compete and win. And then, of course, he doesn't deal with the media well. And we can kind of tell that the media pressure started getting to KD. That's why he's where he's at with a Achilles injury and rehabbing for a whole year because he let the media pressure get to him. So, I think for, then it's New if it was the Knicks, oh, man, the media would be killing these guys. So, I think just <laughs> on, on that perspective – they shouldn't team up because of that. If it's just one of them, like let's say it's like a KD and like a Kimba, that'll work better because Kimba, he used to losing, and then he know how to deal with the media from Charlotte, things like that. Like he, He's not a guy who would just get frustrated and check out. That's why LeBron worked with Kyrie so well because LeBron, he's been answering questions. He was 15 years old, so like the media doesn't bother him. But I think if you combine KD and for a media perspective in New York, it wouldn't be good for anybody involved. Yeah, I agree with you there with the media aspect. I mean, both guys, they don't seem like they have that extreme mental toughness to be able to handle New York, uh, in my opinion. So that's tough. I think on the court, though, it'd be amazing, you know, once Katie's back and hopefully 100% healthy and good to go. Um, you know, I still get a 50-50. I think it's a toss-up. But, you know, it, the the Kyrie to Brooklyn thing's been going on all year, and I think that's pretty much like you said, set in stone. But Katie's a bigger question mark. I think declining his player option um, makes it more likely that he leaves because there were there were the reports that you know he could accept it and just wait it out and then see next year. Um, but obviously, he turned that down. So here we are, you know, a couple more days away from free agency. So it, I mean, it's going to be. Interesting. I don't know if it'll be the first day. I don't know what's going to go on, but I still say 50-50 is where we're at right now. Now, if he doesn't go to Brooklyn or New York, which those are signs point there, like I haven't heard really anything else. Um, I haven't heard any other teams. I haven't either. So I, I, <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared that all of a sudden you're going to get that done, 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 and then Kevin Durant signs with a you know X team. And it's something that would blow our minds. And, I, you know, kind of like how Boogie was when he signed with the Warriors last year. That kind of blew my mind, too. That, I, I went, oh, my God. That <laughs> so, was crazy. So, you know, same, I feel like it could – if he doesn't go there, we might be in the same boat because I really – he. I mean, I, maybe Clippers, if they strike out on Kawhi, uh, you know, but, you know, how many teams are in a position where they're willing to pay, you know, Kevin Durant four years just to play for them for three? Um, and that's that. That's what it's gonna come down to. And 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 teams like the Nets can do it because if they was to get Kyrie Irving, or if they just keep, or they or they keep D'Lo, I mean, they made the playoffs last year without it, without Kevin Durant. So I feel like that's a team that's willing to do that because they're already in position to be solid, you know. Anyway, and then, then if you add Kevin Durant, even I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna be the, the Durant that we know. But even if he's a top ten player, that's still going to merge the Nets to you know a top four seed and a potential championship winning team. So, I it's, it's very I think it's very like hard for teams like the Knicks to do it um, because you 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 don't win. And yes, you can take again I guess for another season, but you know Kevin Durant expect you to sign somebody else, and that's going to be you know why why I think the Knicks are going to miss out because I don't think they're going to. They will take they will take that risk and you know and have to sit out another year and wait for them to be great again. While you know teams like the Nets who made the playoffs and Clippers who made the playoffs, they already know they're set in stone and they are they know they're on the rise and 
Kevin Durant can just easily boom and bump the straight up to the top. So, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see what kind of teams uh, offer Kevin Durant. I want to see all the teams that talk to him, at least meet with him or whatever, just to see who was interested and who was willing to take that risk on him. Yeah, and also who he's going to give meetings to as well. But could you imagine, like, the, the – Point zero zero one percent chance he signs with the Lakers. Oh, what's man. what would happen on social media? It would explode. Yeah, Twitter would be shut down all day. Oh my god, <laughs> I couldn't even. <laughs> yeah, I see KD the same way I see Kawhi. His his race is being overrated. It's a it's a two team race. It's gonna be stay with the Warriors, take your five years, max your money out, or you're going to the Knicks. The Nets thing is overblown and overrated. They only that's only out there because. They know him and Kyrie have just good playing together, and that's Kyrie's preferred destination. But right. the Nets, as a team, are overrated. They over they overachieved by a mile. The, the bottom of the East was terrible. Anybody could have made the bottom of the East. I mean, Charlotte and Miami were in it to the last week of the season with thirty nine wins. So, and then D'Angelo Russell, he only made the All Star team because Oladipo got hurt. So him being an All Star is overblown. Good season, but still being overblown because Oladipo was healthy. He was a replacement player. He wouldn't have made it. So I think that whole next thing is being overblown. It's, it's Warriors, take your max. Or if you're going to go to New York, you take the big stage, you take the all the hype, all the hoopla of Madison Square Garden, bringing the Knicks back to prominence. Um, R.J. Barrett, he's going to be the next thing. I think he'll be better than Zion, all these other young players. Let him win rookie of the year, I guess. Get healthy. And then you kind of see – what else is out there? I think the Knicks can sign KD, maybe do some one or two year deals with some guys, uh, like a Patrick Beverly or something like that. Let the team just grow, and then next year when KD comes back, he'll be he'll be himself again. He'll still be a top five player in the league. I mean, Mike Conley hurt his Achilles. Look how he came back. Like he came back better. Um, I think if Boogie was on a different team, he would have came back better. The Warriors just gave him the luxury of being able to wait until. March to play. Um, KD, he'll be fine. Um, and I'm pretty sure within three, if he goes to the Knicks, within three years, he can win the championship. That's an interesting take. Uh, going back to what you said earlier, like, so you, I can tell you don't really think the Nets are a good fit. What What's your kind of reasoning there? Because I think that they're in a good spot right now, you know, with all the cap they have. They have a couple young guys who are really solid role players. Um, especially like Levert, I think he's a great player, Jared Allen, and then they got uh, Torian Prince, I think he's a solid player. Dan Weedy. Yeah, they have you know the ability to sign two maxes with these guys. I think they're well coached. I think you know they're in a big market. Um, I mean, it's your opinion, but I, I just want to know, like, what's, what do you think as far as the Nets, why that's not as big of an attraction for KD? Um, I can't see KD going to a B team just like Kawhi. I can't see Kawhi going to the Clippers. Like, could it happen? Yeah, but why would you go to the 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 B team? Like, why would you go play junior varsity when you can play varsity? You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you got if you got Golden State where you can, even though those guys are gonna get older, if you can get a five year max, two hundred plus million, possibly win for sure one, maybe two championships with that same core. Mm-hmm. Why would you leave that? And then the Knicks is – the Knicks have been terrible for 20 years. They've probably made the playoffs, I think, twice since 1999. So, as a as a franchise, they've been terrible. But historically, they own New York. Like, if you're going to leave Golden State, you don't leave Golden State to go to the, the junior varsity team. You go to the varsity team and you just deal with – you deal with all the hoopla. And then plus, the Knicks, they have a – it's a blank canvas. Like, the Knicks, is that roster – Solid, yeah, it's pretty solid, but with the Knicks, it's a blank canvas. You have basically all rookies or one or two year players, lottery picks in RJ Barrett, DSJ, Mitchell Robinson. He, he's gonna be a double double over his career. I mean, I can see him being a 10 and 10 guy. You know, it's just a blank canvas with cap space, also. So, I wouldn't go to the B team with the already ready made roster. And if it doesn't fit, you gotta start trying to trade guys or. You got to deal with Kyrie thinking he's going to be the guy. And then if you go there, you're kind of going there because of Kyrie. If it doesn't work out, you want to blame him because you didn't really want to be in Brooklyn anyway. So I could just see. I just think the Knicks, it's, it's Knicks and Warriors to me. That's fair. But, uh, you know, 
I get that as far as New York or Brooklyn. Um, the one major attraction for for the Knicks that they have going is if you come to New York and you win a title, you your legacy is is limit Legend. limitless in New York. You save basketball. They've they've been dying for good basketball for twenty five years or whatever it was. So, um, you know that's really enticing. If you can win a ring and with the Knicks, you're yeah. But my my only thing about Kevin Durant is. I, I don't believe he'll be a top three player when he come back, um, top five either. Uh, it's it just the fact that when you are a Keelan and you're a big guy, it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, it, it, it's going to be better than – he's going to be better than Boogie. Like, you know, how Boogie's career is kind of went, like, flatline a little bit. He gonna be, he's he's going to be a top ten player. I, I just I just don't think when it comes down to it, you know, a big guy like Kevin Durant, you know, is almost seven feet tall – you know, foot problems can can take a big person out. Um, yes, he's skinny. You know, kind of he's not a traditional you know big guy or nothing like that. But you know, I don't I don't really see him coming back and dominating as as much. Um, you know, the the Durant that we know now. Of course, of course, I'm not saying he's gonna he's gonna, he's gonna fall off the flat of the earth or nothing like that. You know, if he's a if he's a quote unquote number one guy, number two, number three guy now, I would say he might be six or seven. And I, I think he's going to need a better guy than Kyrie to help him, um, you know. But, yeah, I think I, – I mean, I understand your, your B, your B team point, Rashad. Um, but it's like like Mike said, that that, that team is, is kind of like – I want to say not perfect for Kevin Durant, but if you think about it, you think about Jerry Allen, who he, he, he knows his role, protect the rim, play defense. Um, he, and, you know, him and Durant together would be great because – you know, Durant. I mean, him playing with Looney was good. Saying you, Jerry Allen's a much better player. Um, and then you, you add guys like Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert who can get their own shot. And I, I, I think that's, I think that's very valuable to a team because it's not, you know, when when you play in that Warriors series last in the finals when Durant and Clay Thompson was down, you know, nobody on the team can make their own shot but Steph Curry. Um, Iggy and Draymond are good passers, but if you got guys like Quinn Cook running around and. And you know, guys of that nature, it it, it kind of it kind of take a step back of what 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 you actually can do. And Levert, he's dangerous, and so is Dingwood as far as with the ball in their hands. And you're talking about guys who, like I said, know their role. You got Joe Harris, a knockdown shooter. He's not Clay Thompson, but I mean, he's in in the three point contest. He showed that he can shoot with anybody in the league. So uh, it it's 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 pieces it's pieces that that the net does have. Now this is also you know. A year out as well, so a lot of things can change, um, which which does make a difference. Um, but you know, whether it's D'Lo or Kyrie, I think Kevin Durant is going to need a little bit more help at least when he first come back. To cause I know you said three years from now, Knicks can make the, you know make the finals versus the Warriors or some something like that. You said to me one time, um, but you know, I think I know it's a B team type of thing, but it's not like the brand the brand of the Knicks that has been good, the mellow thing and. You know all that. It really, it really lost kind of, kind of lost the mystique a little bit. And I think what Brooklyn did last year and put them on the map. If they can, if they can continue that again without a star, let's say they run it, run it back and they can do it again. I think, I think the Nets can, can somehow now almost to take over New York because they can't do that. But be, be respectable and and guys like stars would would go there versus go to New York because I really don't like I don't like the New York team they got right now. They they can't shoot the basketball. Um, they they do have a blank canvas, but and a lot of things can change. But I mean, I, I don't like the I don't like Dennis Smith Jr. like that. Um, Knox is Knox is fine, but he won't be more than the one or two or three guy. I, I don't think Trier emerges to a star. It it it's it just a lot of a lot of what ifs for New York and for Brooklyn. I know I know what I got. I mean, for. Maybe a year, you kind of know because I mean, some of those guys on Brooklyn, they're gonna get better and they're gonna need free agent contracts. So you gotta start paying some of those guys. So like Joe Harris, after next year, he's gonna be a free agent. If you tie your money up with KD and Kyrie, you really and plus Denwood has a kind of friendly deal. But do you give Joe Harris max money? Oh no, he leaves. You, he leaves. He's a shooter. Do, do you replace that? Do, 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 do you give Karis LeVert big money after next year? Because like all the guys that are on the team, they're gonna be. I don't think leaving. I don't think Karis LeVert will, will will command a a big contract. Uh, Jared Allen would probably be double digits because he's a big, can't teach height, especially with 
especially if he's on a merge where he's blocking everybody year in and year out, he's going to be, I want to say, the defensive player of the year candidate, but he's going to be up there for that. So he's going to get paid uh, something. So, yeah, I, I mean, Jerry Allen is the only one I see that's going to get a, a bigger deal. Um, and I don't think Carol Levert is going to attract that much, mu- much money unless he, you know, blossoms again this year. But, you know, that's, like I said, that's a bunch of what ifs instead of what he is, you know. Yeah, you know, but like I said, they're all on the, they're all on the roster for another season guarantee, and we know money talks. You know, when when it comes to the NBA, it don't matter about your production. If people want to pay for upside and steal you away from the competition, they'll overpay to steal you. So at least what you have for the next three to four years, because all those guys are young and on rookie deals, and they're they're cheap. Like Nilo Kina, he's still in the books for another two, three years without four or five years. No, four or five million, I'm sorry. Uh, Dennis Smith, about another four or five million. Knox, about four or five million. You just got Barrett. He's going to probably be about six or seven million. He was a top three pick. You know, you got Trier, about probably three or four million. Mitchell Robinson, probably like a million, two million dollars. So, you know, that, that's that's basically a blank canvas, you know. You can get two two high-level guys – and you can still get some other vet pieces there versus Brooklyn, you know, people are going to steal some of those guys away at some point. Like, everybody pays for shooting. That's what I'm saying. Like, when it's something that's so premium like shooting, people overpay for it. Well, they can have Joe Harris, but I'm not paying Joe Harris. <laughs> yeah, you can get a shooter. I mean, I can't, yeah. They're, they're like, like, look, look at what J.J. Reddit got paid. Yeah, but look at what J.J. Reddit got paid from Philly, and he was taking – what was considered a haircut, a discount. That's that's so, he and, he, and, and he was 30-something years old. Miss. <laughs> that's, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> no. but it's, just, it's just the point of shooting, though. Like Shooting gets paid for oh, yeah, around oh, the yeah, league. Of course. It does. Yeah. Of course. But one more add-on. Don't forget, the Nets, can they can go over the salary cap to retain most of these guys because they would own their bird rights. That's so true. even if a team does give you know, a little bit more than what they are worth, they can still – go over the cap to keep these guys and I know it you know that might not be the smartest thing but if they're in a contention to win right now you do, you got to do it. Yeah, you got to play that luxury tax if you want to win. Yep. yep. <laughs> um so let, now let's go into uh, so our, our second tier guys um uh, so like for example I we say about KD and Kyrie. So if Kyrie and KD does decide to go to Brooklyn, that means D'Lo is, is on his way out. So you know, guys like um, you know, you got D Load, you got his possibilities going to you know, I I don't heard every every team in the book, Pacers, Magic, Timberwolves, Suns, Lakers, you name it. Uh you got the other guys as well, second tier guys, Julius Randle, Vucevic, uh your Al Horfords of the world. Uh, so so when we're talking about the second tier, second tier level, uh each one of you give me a guy that you think, you know, can can he might not change the landscape of those top five guys, but he can sure swing things um, into that into that uh, you know same kind of category. Who are you thinking, Mike? Uh, it's tough. Outside of the big five, that's tough. Um, I don't know. I mean. I keep thinking of Al Horford, a guy that could go to a team like Dallas and really make them a contender. That could, that could make you know other free agents think like, oh damn, he's getting his money and he's getting you know a contending team. But uh, it's so hard because a lot of these guys are uh, there's so many what ifs. It's it's like okay, if he signs there, he's going to go here. It's just so hard to th- to think who's going to go where. Um, I really like Julius Randle's game. I think that he'd be a, a good ad for any team. Young, athletic, uh, versatile guy. So, yeah, that's my pick. I, I'm going with Al Horford. If he signs to a team like Dallas, you put you put Horford with Porzingis, Doncic, Hardaway Jr. You gonna get you a point guard like Rubio. You know, that's a pretty solid starting five. And you have guys like Brunson for the bench, and you can kind of add a few more things to the bench. I think Dallas could compete. Like and that'll be another team in the West that could compete. Exactly. Um, so you know, I think Horford's the the one. Uh, the sleeper would probably be somebody like Vucevic. Um, I'm not because you don't really know what he does. Does he stay in Orlando? Do the Clippers feel like they gotta throw money at him to bring him out there, even though they have Montrez Harrell? Um, do the Knicks miss out and go get Vucevic? Do 
Does Boston say we got the, we got enough money to try to swing Kimba and Vucevic, something like that? So, uh, you know, something like that. Again, it's like you said, it's based upon who signs where and what what happens. But I go Al Horford long as long as nobody signs him to a freaking Chris Paul deal like four years, like give him two or three years and just overpay for him, like just give him three years, seventy million. Like if I'm Dallas, I'll do that because at that point Doncic's contract's coming up and he's off the books. We pay Doncic and we and we keep rolling. Yeah. yeah, Dallas Dallas has like 45 or something like that million in cap this offseason, so they could get a guy like Horford and they can still go out and get somebody else to to add on to that. Um, but another team for Vucevic I like is the Kings. That'd be a, a nice team to for him to go to up and coming. Nice little roster they got going on. If they had a guy like that, you know fringe all-star player 20 and 10 kind of guy playing off you think he fits with Bagley who, who's also a double-double that kind of you know works around the paint like yeah that? but Bagley's been showing some you know some promise with his three-point shot um so he he's is, he's stretching he the four a little bit and that pick and roll with Fox and Vucevic would be nasty because Vucevic just has a nose for diving to the rim just catching everything landed in that's how he gets you know half his points it seems like but um I think it'd be interesting because they have a ton of money to spend and a young roster. Yeah, Vucevic is my pick. I think he is the. I think he, I, to my opinion, he's a he's a top four center in the league, um, behind the three stars. I think he. I mean, I, I, in, in today's game, he's better than Drummond and Gobert because he can shoot the basketball, make free throws, uh, he can space the floor, and that's what those two can't do. Um, I, I know they play, you know, excellent defense, but. You know, in league in league where you value shooting right now, uh, I think Vucevic is that guy. He's better than Al Horford. Um, he's a he's a twenty and ten guy, and I think he's a perfect match for any team. Um, the Kings perfect match. He can space the floor when you got Fox who can attack the basket. You got Buddy Hill, uh, you know Bogdanovich, and you got Bagley. That's that could be a, a nasty five. Vucevic and Dallas, I think, would be better than Al Horford. Just you know, just give me all the European guys down there, and we're gonna we're gonna they gonna they gonna they gonna take that <laughs> title. You know, yeah. um, I think Vucevic in a, on a team like Atlanta would be great. Uh, you know, a team that I mean, up and coming. Uh, you know, I don't really you know if, if Vucevic, I don't really know. You know, he's the type of guy that he's overseas, so he just want good. You know, uh, most overseas players don't really care. I want to say care about winning, but you know, they, their values are different than uh, I think American born players. And I, I can see Vucevic, you know, if he doesn't, you know, go to a contender, I can see him go to a young team like an Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks, where they value, you know, the shooting ball as well. You are talking about you know, a nasty pick and roll with Fox, and and him, same thing for Trey Young, because Trey Young dangerous coming off the off the pick and roll, shoot the three, and he might pull it from who knows where. Uh, but I think Vucevic can, you can really drop him into any team, and I think they instantly get better. Uh, I think Boston is a good fit instead of going for Kimba. Give me Vucevic because I think Tatum deserve. I think Tatum works better with a with a star center. I think he's in the same category as like um, Kobe, like you know James Harden. Where not James Harden to an extent, but how they can flourish with a big man and you you know use that pick and roll and use them use their skill set to to you know to enhance their own skill sets. And I think Tatum would value that a lot, especially with how he did with uh, Horvath. I think he do the same thing with Vucevic. Uh, especially in Brad Stevens' system. So that would be my guy, uh, Vucevic. I think another guy that's kind of flying under the radar, and that's Bogdanovich from the Pacers. And if he was to leave Indiana, if they don't value him as much as I think they should, and if he was to go somewhere, I think that, that you know, that kind of can be dangerous because he was averaging 20 points a night when Old Depot went down. And he showed me a lot on his, you know, a, a lot of, a lot, a lot during, during that stretch. And, even in the playoffs, and I know, I know they got swept. And yes, he's not he's not a closer, but you're talking about a guy who's uh, excellent as a third option. Like whether he goes to Dallas or you know, or he can fill the road that Harrison Barnes left in Sacramento, or where, where, wherever the case may be. I think McDonavich can swing it just just slightly, just because of of he really can do everything. And you know, nobody really talks about him because you know, one, he's in Indiana, so. That's probably a big thing, but I, I think under the radar wise, I think he he'll be a great match wherever he goes too. And just because of their past history, I can see the Knicks if if they potentially miss out, I can see them throwing some money at Julius Randle. Oh yeah, 
Oh, I agree. Yes. Yeah. I, I think Julian Randle can – I mean, I think he's a, he's a 20 and 10 guy, too. He brings a lot of energy. Um, I mean, it, to teams I've heard, I've heard that – I heard that the Jazz wanted to do something. You know, it obviously had to move favors. So, teams like that, they had to move stuff. I don't. I don't really. I don't really value them as far because they had to do too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think that'll be a bad thing because I, I heard Bobby Porter's name as well linked to the Knicks. I don't. I, Julius Randle next to a Kevin Durant would be great. I mean, it's the same thing as having Draymond next to you, except on the opposite end of the court. You know, <laughs> um, you know, when you when you when you get somebody else who can score the basketball with you, it, it makes your game easier. It makes you. Can you see how? Toronto was able to, you know, boxing one. They used a boxing one in the NBA Finals on Steph Curry, and that's, you know, that's just crazy in itself. But you see how having another score with you, whether that's Clay or Kevin Rent, open open your game up more. So I know Julius Randle. I I, I don't think he's going to take take the money, money. I think he's going to be smart and take the money and be on a team that can win. I don't necessarily think it might be it might not be a contender, but you know, a team like I, I'm just I'm just saying this for example, like a team like the Magic. Where you know they're a playoff team, you know t- t- teams like that that's already a playoff team, and he can go there and you know rise them up. That's the type of type of ideal where Juice Randall, I think he will go. Whether that's like a Brooklyn as well, you know, because they need a four. Um, if they keep the same team and add Juice Randall, I think they can go somewhere. Um, maybe, maybe Phoenix Suns. I don't know. You know, it, it's, it's kind of it's kind of open open right now, and I, I don't really know his direction. I, I've heard I heard Knicks. That's really the only team I really heard. Um, I ain't heard anything else about Julius. I heard the Suns too. I heard okay. the Suns and the Knicks were the two biggest suitors. Okay, yeah, that I mean that makes that makes sense. But yeah, though the guys the guys we named though, I think those are the 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 guys that's that's that that can change it a little bit. And you know, um, these are you talking about these are guys like Vucevic and Al Horford. These are all stars. Um, like last year, well, you know, I don't think, but I heard a year before, and you got Julius Randle, whose stats are similar, you know. So, um, these these are guys who can make an instant impact, and I think you know these these guys can really, they might not be the big five, but I mean, they're right there. I don't care what Middleton does, so we can keep moving. He's going back to Milwaukee. He's not leaving, <laughs> and they're gonna still be stuck. Uh, conversation for another day. Um. So, what team y'all think is going to miss like miss out completely? Because uh, to me, I think the Knicks going to box uh, botch it. Um, I don't think they I don't think they they will get a star. Um, I think they're going to be in the same boat. I think RJ Barrett might be RJ Barrett and a second tier guy that they sign will be their best two players on the team, um, and they're just going to be stuck again and hope for a star to come, and the star not going to come. Clippers missed the boat. They only chasing Kawhi, really. They, they'll miss out on everybody. That, that's not a bad pick, yeah, because they're really – I haven't heard of Clippers linked to anybody else except for Kawhi. But um, I, I still say Knicks. I think that they've been – they were blowing it up all season. Oh, we're going to get Zion, Kyrie, KD. We're going to have the next big three. We're going to be ready to go to New York, whatever. Um, I think they miss on the big guys, and I think they're going to freak out and overpay for guys – like Randall or um, just there better not be no Harrison Barnes. They get Randall, I, I can live with it. They're, 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 gonna, they're gonna give Harrison Barnes four years, 92 million. Oh, Lord have mercy. Well, they, they, they better not do that. Hey, I if, if, if it's just Randall, I can I can accept yeah. that, but don't don't go out here splurging on, on Harrison hey. Barnes. I mean, he a Tar Heel, I like him. He's solid. Go back to the Kings or something, man. Go to the Suns, but don't. If the Knicks offer that, if the Knicks offer that, they deserve to be trashed for another two decades. Yeah, uh, another guy that the Knicks might throw some stupid money at if they miss out is uh, Cousins. I could see them throwing some money at him for a one or two year deal. That, that, that's fair though, because I mean, Boogie was training back up in the right direction for the most of the, the time he played. Defensive liability, he's always been there, even with the Kings. So I don't care about that. Unless it's crunch time, he's getting killed out there by Van Fleet. <laughs> but, but but offensively, he can get back to about eighteen and nine, twenty one and nine, something like that. The thing with him, can he handle the media in New York? He's got a temper. He gonna it, it, it'll be a lot of it'll be a great great videos. Of, of yeah, Boogie. for yeah for 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 one year, 
he was you had some great sound bites, so I wouldn't care. <laughs> now, 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 if you were the Knicks, though, I mean, I think you're gonna miss out. So, I mean, overpaying for a boogie, and then you go get somebody who you you gonna need a shooter. So, I would think you know Boogie and Bogdanovich. You get two. You get those two. I'm I'm not I'm not really too mad because if RJ Barrett is who I think he will be, you know, if Cousins can just get back to what kind of he was and Bogdanovich continue to rise, you know, you you got you know you got pieces. You know, I mean, just just yeah, don't go out and get Harris Barnes. Don't don't get somebody who's limited. Get somebody who can shoot the basketball at a high rate. Um, you know, or you can just sign Ginger Reddick. You know, he don't miss playoffs, so wherever he goes. He's gonna make it, so uh, you can always do that. I want Patrick McCall, <laughs> guaranteed championship. <laughs> That's for real. Um, is there any is any player that y'all think will, um, you know, I think how hey, well, you said earlier, Rashad Al Horford. I think if he get anything over a hundred million dollars, it's a it's a terrible contract. Do y'all see who y'all, who y'all think anybody else um, get something that that just overblown and ridiculous? He's my guy, but Tobias Harris, can I get the max? Mm. He's gonna yeah, get it too. I, I agree. <laughs> he's good. Like he's I mean, he's a good player. He's a very solid player. I don't think he's worth the max though. This is this is more about timing. He's he's 26, 27 years old. He's a solid player, but he's not worth the max. No. My man, my man's like a, a trade thought. He's been on like five teams already. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and they I, I don't know why though. Like he he gets, he's good. He, buckets, like. <laughs> he is good. He's good. But he doesn't deserve brown money. Come on now. Oh, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Max, max money? No. I mean, I like Tobias. I like his game. I root for him. I was, I was riding the train hard for him to get in the all-star game, even over Aldrich, who's a spur. But um, he didn't He didn't make it, and then they traded him, and he still went on to have a pretty solid season. But market timing, he could get a max. I don't he, think he, he's, he now, he it. should go to the Brooklyn Nets. At the four spot, because like I said, if you run the team back, and instead of having Jared Dudley, you got Tobias Harris. That's that's a very much better team. That's like you, like you might not be, you might be still be a six seed, maybe a five seed, but at least at least you got more of a, a more of a threat. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of Jared Dudley at all. That'd be nice. Him going to Brooklyn. Yeah, that's just something I thought about just then. But yeah, yeah. That, that that'd be a good ad for them. I mean, you got to think too. Um, he went to high school in that area. His Kenny Atkinson's brother, Steve Atkinson, was uh, one of Harris's coaches in high school too. Fun fact for you. Mm, so they got tie, got ties. They, there, so he, I, he's I, got some ties. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I see it. All right. So what, what, before we wrap up, let's just go go through the go through a, a little predictions p- predictions uh, ceremony real quick. And so I'm, I'm just gonna name a player. Y'all just tell me who y'all got uh, where, where he where he's going. Um, so start with what we started <laughs> off with, Jimmy Butler. Sixers. He's staying in Philly. Yeah, same here. Uh, Kimber Walker. Boston. Yep, he's going to Boston. Uh, I don't want him to go to Boston. I'm I'm not putting him there. Dallas. <laughs> uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. Six guard. Yeah. Yeah, he's staying. Yeah, he's staying too. Uh, on a one on a one and one, it won't be a long deal. It'll be a one and one. Uh, Kevin Durant. Nets, New York Knicks. Yeah, I got, I got Nets as well. Yeah, uh, he, Brooklyn. Uh, Kyrie. Bro- Brooklyn. Brooklyn with KD. Yeah, same. Um, if so, that means D'Angelo Russell is a free agent. So where did he go? Lakers. Lakers, Lakers are going to give him close to the max. Yep, I got Lakers too. I like, I like that move a lot. Um, yep. Let me throw out another name. Uh, Al Horford. Mavericks. Yeah, Clippers may overpay once they strike out, but I'm hoping he goes to Dallas. Yeah, I think nice. I think he goes to the Clippers. Um, uh, let's see who else we got. Uh, Julius Randle. Knicks. Knicks once they once they strike out. Yeah, yep. Knicks, yeah, <laughs> I got, yeah, I got Knicks as well. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, outside of a couple of guys, you know, it's really it's really a big free agent class where you can get a lot of guys like you know Danny Greens and. Even guys like Michael Brogdon, um, Rondo, you know, it's, it's really, it's really a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, and I, I, it's, it's going to be a, a big turnover change uh, come starting uh, June thirtieth. 
Yeah, forty percent of the league is a free agent. So that's ridiculous. That's crazy. A lot, 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 lot of turnover. But you know, it, it's all just market timing because uh, remember when the cap spiked up? Twenty sixteen. Oh my god! There were those, some. They, they, yeah. Some of they, those they contracts those, were so bad. Yeah, they, they signed those three to five year deals at that time. So a lot of guys who had to play options, they're opting out, or the guys who had the three or four year deals, those deals are expiring now. So you know, it's just it's just the market timing, things like that, and just the the cap spike kind of what all led to it. Like it's like a combination of a bunch of things. Because of, for example, if Kawhi didn't get traded, he didn't get hurt, he would already take his five year max and been in San Antonio still. So it's just market time and situations, things like that. It's, it's gonna be wild. And I can't now wait for my phone. I'm turning on all my alerts. I'm getting them all. <laughs> oh, Ju- yeah. July 4th, Katie's going to the Knicks. You're calling fourth of July, just like when he went to Golden State. Yep, he's gonna make another splash. He, he's gonna want to take over that day because it's it's a it's basically like the day where the guys make all the splashes. So. Okay, that like somebody that's, somebody like him, but he'll probably sign like the first day. Yeah, that, that's that's I what I was gonna Kimba. ask. Who's who's gonna be the first big name to sign? The first big. Yeah, I, I I think Kimba does it first because he's already linked to Boston already. First I'm gonna say hmm. I'm gonna say Clay back to Golden State's the first big name. I mean, I think Clay deal already signed right now. He just got announced illegally. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say um, – The media is trying to push him leaving, and it's getting annoying. I keep reading. I'm like, oh, they might not offer him a max. Come on now. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna offer him a max. They're yeah. going to they're gonna be stupid to let two stars go in one offseason. That's just dumb. Exactly. Um, if, I, if I was to say somebody I – don't, I don't think it's going to be a, the, the top five we talked about. I think it's going to be somebody like a – like a Al Horford or a Vucevic is going to take that's going to go first. It's going to be it's going to be a second tier, great good player though. That's going that's going that's going to, that's going to be a big name that's going to swing something first. I think I say I say Al Horford or Vucevic is going to be the first one to sign. The only reason I won't say them is because everybody's kind of waiting to see what the bigger names teams is like. teams know. Let, let, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they got like good insight, but somebody like Kawhi who's unpredictable. Like let's just say he does. You know, he's taking meetings like the first couple of days, so I think they'll kind of buy teams some time. You know, to kind of all right, let's wait and see what Kawhi does, things like yeah. that. Or let's let's see what D'Lo does because he's meeting with a couple of teams too. So I think that's why I said like round like the third or the fourth because they can start meeting at what midnight on the thirtieth. So no, they start by the time six p.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah, six p.m. now. Yeah, so by the time guys taking you know, them two or three meetings over the thirtieth, the first, the second, around the third or the fourth, you'll kind of start getting those. Those deals, like, all right, this is it. Like, I don't think Kim's gonna take but probably two meetings, Dallas and Boston. This probably gonna be I, it. And I, I don't think there's a Russell can't. Do, the Lakers won't be able to, won't do anything until Kevin Durant and Ray Carey. Yeah, it'll be to a Brooklyn. Few so they, yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. so until they won't do anything. So team, I think the, I think the teams who go on big name hunting, I think they're gonna strike out pretty quick, and then they're gonna go ahead and go for it. The Al Horfords and Vucevic's, and hopefully not the uh, not the Harrison Barnes of the world. <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna be a domino effect. Like once once people see, all right, all right, Kawhi staying, okay, all right, now let's see what KD and Kyrie do. Oh, they 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 join together, or no, they're going separate. Teams start getting their backup plans together, then and it'll kind of from probably the third throughout July, it'll just start snowballing. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. All right, that's all the time we got for day. Preach, can preach. I appreciate you, Mike, for joining us again, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate you having me on. You know, anytime. I right, preach, can preach. We out.